Welcome. This is uh, Resurrection Sunday, uh, sometimes referred to as Easter, or more importantly, the Resurrection Day. I am Dennis Scoffin, and I want to give some background uh, regarding modern day Easter, modern day celebration of Resurrection Sunday. We're going to uh, talk interchangeably about these terms as we get into the discussion for the day. This is discovering hidden treasures. So let's discover some treasures as we begin out. Notice the um, document that I put on first. Easter is the principal festival of the Christian church here. It celebrates the resurrection of Jesus Christ on the third day after his crucifixion. The other day I talked about the day Jesus died. Notice I didn't refer to the day that God died. I refer to the day that Jesus died because God was in Jesus reconciling the world unto himself. The humanity that Jesus became is what we call incarnation, the fusion of deity and flesh brought us to this understanding and this creation, this development of the fact that Christians understand several things that we understand and we don't understand because the mystery, as Paul says in 1 Timothy 3.16, the mystery of godliness is great. By the way, the Greek term for mystery has something very unusual that we talk about in light of what we deal with in terms of scripture. One of the things it talks about is that in, in the idea of biblical understanding, a mystery is not nothing that can be solved. So we would spend centuries trying to solve what the incarnation, what we may call hypostatic union, what we talk about when God became man and then the man became God, how to explain it. The point is, it is a mystery. And a mystery is that it's supernatural. Once we find an explanation, we then take it out of the realm of the supernatural because miracles can't be explained. What we do know is that God who created man became a man. And that man he created did everything humanly like any man. He talked, he walked, he ate, he slept. He had limited knowledge as a man, died on the cross as a man without touching the divine part that was dormant as he died. And then when he rose, he rose more than a man because God, who became a man, when he rose on Resurrection Sunday, he became more than a man. I think that as we, we understand this whole development, we have to really understand where Jesus is in regard to this. So what do we talk about? The early Christians were primarily Jewish. So it was a celebration of the early Christian Passover. Now let's get back to that term Passover because Jesus was crucified on Passover. Well, Passover celebrated the liberation of the Jewish people coming out of Egypt. On the last plague that was given to Pharaoh, they were given a Seder meal the night before and told to put the blood on the doorposts. So when Moses 
brought him into the wilderness and the Lord set up the feast of Israel, he set up the day of atonement. The day of atonement was when God covered their sins. So on the day of, of atonement, the sins of the people were covered on this particular day. Well, this gets more interesting as we begin to develop this whole history. Jewish tradition also says that Moses got the law with the finger of God on Mount Sinai on the day of Passover also. So on Passover, what is also celebrated which on the day of atonement is also the giving of the law. So the giving of the law on Passover also was celebrated in Jewish tradition. So we have a union of the celebration between Jews and Christians and what that means in terms of bringing together what we call a convergence of three traditions. Hebrew tradition of the Passover, pagan tradition of Easter, and the Christian tradition of the resurrection. Well, there's a lot of confusion regarding what Easter Sunday is all about. For some, Easter Sunday is about the Easter Bunny, colorfully decorated Easter eggs and Easter hunts. We talk about that quite a bit in terms of regarding that. Most people understand that Easter Sunday has something to do with the resurrection of Jesus, but are confused as to how the resurrection is related to the Easter eggs and Easter bunny. Typically speaking, though, there's absolutely no connection between the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the common modern traditions known as Easter Sunday. The Bible makes it clear that Jesus was resurrected on the first day of the week. That first day of the week for us is Sunday, Resurrection Day. Matthews 28, verse 1, Mark 16, verses 2 and 9, Luke 24, verse 1, and John chapter 20, verse 1, and verse 19. Jesus' resurrection is, is most noteworthy as being celebrated. First uh, Corinthians chapter 15 is probably the earliest reference of the resurrection, and Paul makes a statement there that if there be no resurrection, we have no hope. And I think that's important. While it's appropriate for Jesus' resurrection to be celebrated on Sunday, the date on which Jesus' resurrection is celebrated should not be referred to as Easter, as most um, people understand, because Easter has nothing to do with Jesus' resurrection on Sunday. I'll talk in a few minutes about pagan celebrations and what that means. As a result, many Christians feel strongly that the day on which we celebrate Jesus' resurrection should not be referred to as Easter Sunday. Rather, something like Resurrection Sunday would be far more appropriate and biblical. For the average Christian, it is unthinkable that we should allow the silliness of Easter eggs and Easter money to be the focus of the day instead of Jesus' resurrection. Well, let me conclude this part by saying, by all means, celebrate Christ's resurrection on Easter Sunday. Christ's resurrection is something that should be celebrated every day, not just once a year. At the same time, if we choose to celebrate Easter Sunday, we should not allow the fun and games to distract our attention from what the day was truly all about. The fact that Jesus was resurrected from the dead 
And his resurrection demonstrates that we can be indeed be promised an eternal home in heaven by receiving Jesus as our Savior. Well, let me make some more points about this that's very important. Modern day Easter is derived from two ancient traditions, one Judo-Christian and the other pagan. Both Christians and pagans have celebrated the death and resurrection themes following the spring equidox for millennia. Most religious historians believe that many elements of the Christian observance of Easter were derived from earlier pagan traditions. The equinox occurs each year on March 20th, March 21st, or March 22nd. Both neo-pagans and Christians continue to celebrate religious rituals linked to the equinox. Wiccans and other neo-pagans usually hold their celebrations on the day or the eve of the equinox. Here's what happened in Western Christianity. Western Christians celebrate Easter on the Sunday on or after the full moon that follows the normal date of the equinox, March 21st. The Eastern Orthodox Christians follow a different calculation. Their Easter celebration is often many weeks after the date selected by the Western Church. By the way, this was done in what we call the Nicene Council or the First Council of Church in 355, where several issues of the church as it reformed itself into an institution began to emerge. And so for almost all Christian holidays, Easter has been secularized and commercialized. Now, I agree that Easter celebration may be a pagan celebration, but it was not one on the calendar for the church to exclusively, because it was in a pagan society, have uh, Resurrection Sunday as its own exclusive religion, because there was no exclusive religious state. We had a pluralistic society around. So Christians had to squeeze in their celebration among other celebrations. Uh, the dichotomous nature of Easter and its symbols, however, is not necessarily a modern fabrication. Since its conception as a holy celebration in the second century, Easter, or resurrection if you prefer, has had its non-religious side. In fact, Easter was, uh, was originally a pagan celebration. Okay. okay, it was originally a pagan celebration, but doesn't mean that we can't celebrate the resurrection. Here's the background. The ancient Saxons celebrated the return of spring with a uproarious festival commemorating their goddess or offspring in the springtime. Esther, when the second century Christian missionaries encountered the tribes of the north and their pagan celebrations, they attempted to convert them to Christianity. They did so, however, in some of a, a, a sort of clandestine manner. It would have been suicide for the early Christian converts to celebrate their holy days with observances that did not coincide with the celebrations that already existed. Christians knew this. See, Christian, early Christians, as opposed to modern Christians today, we keep talking about paganism and we want to get all this pagan out of the church. The early church integrated 
Christian celebration within paganism in order to pull out the reality of what Christianity was all about by infusing it in pagan celebrations. This was not seen as blaspheming or something wrong by the early Christians. To save lives, the missionaries, the early Christian missionaries in these pagan religions decided to spread their religious message slowly throughout the populations by allowing them to continue to celebrate their pagan feasts, but to do so in a Christian manner. This was the early strategy of second century Christians. As it happened, the pagan festival of Esther occurred at the same time of year as the Christian observance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It made sense, therefore, to alter the, the festival itself to make it a Christian celebration as converts were slowly won over. The early name Esther was eventually changed to the modern spelling Easter. Wow. That becomes interesting as we celebrate this day. So what are we saying? How do we conclude this? How do we develop where we are in this debate? The debate started going on and on. And as it went on and on, there were some things that we couldn't reconcile in terms of the debate. So resurrection, had its early beginnings in the beginning of Christianity. Easter, it was celebrate the service after the Sabbath, originally observed on Saturday, later on Sunday. That was how we looked at observing Christianity. So it became in the Western church and in the Eastern church really, a feast that was called the Feast of Easter. Let me highlight that a little bit more. The Feast of Easter was well established, as I mentioned earlier, by the second century, where there were a dispute over the exact date of Easter observance between the Eastern and the Western Church. I think I brought out that particular issue and that it brings us to this understanding of trying to figure where the Western Church fits in this. The Eastern Church, as I remember, as I outlined the date earlier, because many early Christians observe Passover every year on the 14th of Nisan, the month based on the lunar calendar, that's where the Eastern Church decided to settle on a celebration of the resurrection. But the Western Church argued that Easter or resurrection should be always celebrated on a Sunday, regardless of the date. So this year we celebrate the resurrection on April 9th because of the equidots. Next year, we'll celebrate it on March 31st. And in 2025, we'll celebrate it on April 20th. Wow, this debate goes on and on. And we see over and over again where we're going to the celebration. But what I want to conclude today by saying is that everything is to be used for the glory of God. This is Resurrection Sunday, 
We should not have to debate over the resurrection. We should not have to debate over the fact that Jesus rose. He died and he rose. Two events in history that's so important. So whether we call it Easter, resurrection, resurrection Sunday, we commemorate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it should not be debated. It should be celebrated. Everything in me wants to use everything that he gives for his glory. So as we celebrate this day, this is Resurrection Sunday. Let's not argue. Let's bless the Lord. Let's praise. So whether you want to call it Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, or Resurrection Day, he got up. And the fact is, the power of the resurrection is in us. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives in us. And now it is the mystery not to decide how much of him was God and how much of him was man on the cross and whether he died as God or he died as a man. He didn't die as God. God didn't die. Man died because he died as a man because man was our kinsman redeemer. It was our goel. It had to be like kind that died. So what died on Calvary was the man Jesus. What rose on resurrection Sunday was the God who became man. Now, the man who's become not just our everlasting Savior, but our everlasting Lord. Acts 2.36 concludes, Hear, O Israel, the same Jesus that you crucified. God has made him both Lord, Karios, and Christ, Christos. So we give thanks to God and to the Father in the name, Ephesians 5, 20, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, ruler, savior, anointer, the Lord Jesus Christ. Enjoy this day.